left field drift. You're rocking Attitude Era Live with my guy, the icon. It is Monday once again, and we are here on the Attitude Era Live. Obviously, there's myself, there's the icon. We have Randy Holster, who has become the oh-so-most-pleasant mainstay here on the show, and uh, kind of like a third co-host, that, that's, that's, which is awesome, because we've always wanted three people, but we can never find anybody to stick. And uh, and she's sort of been our, our glue here the past month, so... That's good. Well, thank you, um, we, we enjoy I that. Appreciate that. Yeah, we we used to have three. We've had three, but then there was, you know, oh, I got this going on, or I got that going on, or we had you know, cell phone service issues, or we had whatever it may be. But I always think, you know, three is a good number because there's one of two things that's going to happen. Either if there's two hosts, they're either going to agree with each other and it's just going to be a yes fest, or it's just going to be back and forth you know, complaining, and it's going to be bickering. If there's that third buffer person in there, you know, it's always it's always nice. Even on my sports show, I have three. I, I, I like having three people. It's, it's just three's a good number. So, but uh, Icon, uh, again, I'm down here um, on the simultaneous station here, and uh, I'm in the other studio today, so I'm running back and forth doing both. But uh, my thing here is, have you watched Raw? Because I heard something about Braun Strowman facing Finn Balor. Yeah, yes, uh, that, is, that is true. Yeah, that's going to be interesting. And uh, right now in the ring, the uh, the contract signing between uh, Ronda Rousey and uh, Nia Jax with Cedric Mann uh, about to open her mouth. Now, what I did was I paused it because I want uh, after the show I want to be able to watch this. But I'll tell you, the first match of the night uh, should have been the main event. Which was that? It was uh, Roman Reigns and Seth Rollins versus uh, the guy I hate the most. Uh, take a guess who that is. And, the Miz? Uh, partner. Yeah. Well, it actually hmm. started off to be just Kevin Owens and Roman Reigns. And then Jinder Mahal yeah. came out and interfered, so they disqualified Kevin Owens. And then Seth Rollins came out to help Roman Reigns because Kevin Owens and Jinder Mahal was two-on-one on Roman Reigns, so they made it a tag team match. The modern-day Maharaja. Yes. Now, um, Jinder, Jinder's a weird situation to me because Jinder Hall is the only guy Jinder Mahal rather is the only guy that I've seen that that has gone from you know that has gone from uh, being a complete jobber I'm talking about Sam near a dark match wrestler hey guys, to a world uh, champion uh, in such a short amount of time huh alright hold on a second what are you holding on what are we holding on for 
I have a question. Why, why is he? What, what are people? What, are people what I was saying was he—he has been a guy who was a dog match jobber into a world champion in such a short amount of time, and now he's back to being, you know, sort of a, a nobody again. And I think maybe they're starting to get him involved in more leagues because remember when Jinder Mahal was champion, uh, I can't name you one person that actually liked Jinder Mahal. Uh, you know. That as a champion, so maybe if they pin together, <laughs> well, 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 yeah. But I'm saying if they pin together two people that were generally hated, and they make them have a few, you've got to pick one of the two, right? So in this case, you're like, okay, well, I hate Roman a little less, or I hate Jinder a little less, and then all of a sudden that then they start to grow on you throughout the rivalry and the feud and. Before you know it, uh, you know, they have new fans. So I, I kind of like it in that regard because they're both guys that need to, you know, need to be put over. But um, I just, I think Roman, that ship has sailed. So in this case, it could be a case to get uh, Jinder Mahal over a little bit. So who knows? I mean, who who really knows? You never know what WWE crea- creative is thinking. Um, I, uh, uh, sorry about uh, taking a little step, back, uh, step away there. Uh, I just, uh, what, did you have to use a little boys' room? No, no, no. I got a call from our, our oh. first guest. Uh, uh, we yep. got to call him. He was originally going to call in, but we had to call him, so he called me to make sure it was okay. So, it, Oh, whatever. well, just text me over the number then. Uh, I got to call him. It's one of those situations, you know what I mean? Oh, oh, you're going to call him three-way. Okay. Yeah, That's I gotta, fine. I got to do it because... Uh, I love all our guests, but, you know, a lot of them have strict policies about who can get their number and who, you know, this and that and the other. Well, you know, I mean, I mean, it makes sense. I mean, Icon, not everybody just throws their contact information out there like you do. Uh, I, I mean, look, look, put it this way. Uh, Icon is throwing away his personal information like, like it's dollar bills on strippers. I mean, he's just... Everybody who wants to talk to him, well, here you go. Here, here's 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 how you can reach me. Oh, make it rain. You know that, that's what he does. And not everybody's the same way. Icon. I mean, you know, you're a friendly guy, and I know you're doing a lot of it for the show, but you know, not everybody's that right. way. Especially if they're start if they're starting to gain a buzz, you know, and 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 they're starting to get a following. You know, the wrestling community, and again, nothing against wrestling fans, because you really shouldn't generalize here. I mean, that's like me saying all oh, women are crazy because my ex was. I, I, shouldn't, I shouldn't say that, but wrestling fans, you never know who you're dealing with. There are so many of them from all walks of life that if the wrong person gets this number, I mean, all of a sudden a stalker develops or people become obsessed or it's just it's things that these guys that are budding celebrities – or full-on celebrities don't want to deal with. They don't have to change their number every six months and yada, yada. So, I mean, it makes sense. And, and people people don't know how to act sometimes around celebrities. So, it makes sense. I mean, I'm, I, I, hell, I don't really give my number out to a lot of people either because, you know, I don't want to deal with it. So, I, I can totally understand why they would. Right. And uh, one thing I do got to send out some kudos here uh, to our uh, sponsors real quick. And then uh, – I'll uh, let you know who our guests are going to be and everything. Uh, first off, MPX Fitness, 3955, 47 South, Bargain, North Dakota, 701-293-0002. Uh, stop in, seat Mariah Prussia, 
she'll train you. She'll work you out. She'll stretch you. Uh, she'll turn you into the winner that you want to be. Uh, Big Nick Sports Cards. Uh, uh, basement of the West Acres Mall, 701-277-1989. Uh, Icon Enterprises, 701-205-8784. Call and Guitar Man Kramer, 612-360-7021. Tony K Photography, 24827 119th Avenue, Fergus Falls, Minnesota, 218-731-2276. you got an event coming up that you want to take pictures of, weddings, graduations, uh, birthday parties, give her a call. And Rice McCoy Photography, 270-775-2306 for the best in wrestling stills and shots and action photos. She's the one to call. And uh, speaking of uh, the one to call, I want to send a shout-out to a, um, a gentleman that we had on as a guest uh, a couple weeks back, uh, Donnie Dahl, the owner of uh, uh, Fully Loaded Wrestling. Uh, they had a, uh, a show here in Fargo uh, this uh, last uh, sun- on Sunday, uh, and the icon was, uh, was privileged to be able to sit uh, ringside. And apparently, uh, I could have used the help of Granny Hulkster with some of those guys because uh, uh, a lot of those guys do not like me for some reason. Um, and I think I finally figured out what it is. That I haven't had them as guests on the show yet. That's why. Um, you know, if, do you remember when we had Sylvester Fox on with us Uh Big swing, you remember that? Yes, I do. Okay. Uh he uh yeah, it was uh, really cool uh to have uh uh him on as a guest. Uh we actually had him on a couple times and uh he won the Fargo uh championship uh this uh weekend. Uh seven guys the title changed hands seven times in four and a half minutes. And uh, he put uh, the boots to the guy that won the championship, who he won the title from. And uh, I challenged him on Facebook to a match. And uh, it turns out that my girlfriend will not let me wrestle. So uh, I guess he gets to keep his title because he, uh, my girlfriend won't let me face him in the ring. So what can I say? What can I do? I don't know. What do you guys think I should do? <laughs> well, you know, I mean, that's up to you, Icon, you know. But if she says yeah. no, you know, I mean, I don't know, you know. Yeah. Yeah. She wants me to, She wants me to keep my boyish good looks, I guess. Uh, anyway, uh, we have uh, three <laughs> guests on tonight. We have uh, uh, Alexia Smirnoff, uh, uh, Justice the Boys, uh, it will be with us. Uh and we have uh, Fifty Shades of Grey, Stella Grey, and uh, Demetria D. Rose uh, will be on with us. And uh, as a matter of fact, I need to call our guest right now, so I'll let you guys talk while I bring him on, and then we'll continue this. All right? So you guys go ahead and chat, and I'll be right back. Okay. Well, you uh, you have fun with that. So, oh, man. So, yeah, it's another it's another Monday, and, you know, it's another one of those three guest shows, and 
you know, unfortunately, uh, on the three guest shows, uh, we don't get as much time to talk and really get into, you know, the back and forth debates. I mean, the show used to be, used to be we had one guest, and uh, you know, and then we would have a long time to talk, and I'd come up yeah. with topics and questions, and I'd come up with games and giveaways and things, but. Now that there's just so many people that want to be on, you know, then it went to two a, two a night, and now sometimes it's three a night just because we're getting so much interest from people wanting to be on. So that's um, the nature of the beast, I guess, sometimes. But, uh, oh, yeah. you know, again, you know, I, used the, and, have, I used to help hmm? with a radio podcast show uh, here in Arkansas for a few years uh, I mean I started off just being like a listener and then I became a co-host and then I became actually the host of the show and then I stepped oh, wow. down and let somebody else be the host and <laughs> so, you what's know. the closest major yeah, city to you is it Fayetteville, Jonesboro, Hot Springs yeah, uh, Little Rock Fayetteville, Fayetteville, like Fayetteville is actually just like less than 10 minutes away from me home of the Arkansas Razorbacks, Woo Pig Suey. And, I was gonna say, yeah, and, that's uh, where, that's where, yeah. Suey, I did do that whole chant yeah, thing, or sure. Pig Suey, or whatever that oh, is. Oh yeah, yeah, I, I, I can do yeah. the whole Arkansas Razorback cheer for you, you know. <laughs> uh, we're gonna have yeah, to do that at some point. I think, I think Icon, well, I think Icon's got the guest on with us, so I'll let him do his thing. But at some point, at some point, we're gonna need that chant just because we can. <laughs> That's right. Icon, do your thing, man. I, I got to step away for a sec doing the Yankee game, but you do your thing. What, a, what about the Georgia Doug? <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, uh, stepping out of the green room and walking down that aisle, our first combatant of the night. He is probably the biggest living legend in wrestling history today. Ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, I give you the judge, Mr. Smirnoff. How are you? Pretty good. Yourself? Good. Uh, I'm sure that's not the best introduction you've ever had, but hopefully it was close. Well, it was not too bad. Could All be right. worse. Could be better. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, now that I've uh, now that I've introduced you, what we'd like to do is we'd like to have our guests kind of give us a little. Uh, a little tidbits about themselves, and we'll then we'll ask you some questions. So we'll let you go ahead and tell us a little bit about yourself, and we'll ask you some stuff. Okay, I started a business in uh, 1970, exactly, and under the name of uh, Michel Dubois. And uh, I had a coincidence, and I was uh, very lucky. Then uh, they were kind of as squashing me as a heel. So uh, definitely uh, they realized that I was the only guy who could speak French on the heel side. So I really did get over very quick because nobody else could speak French but Matt Dagrashan, and Matt Dagrashan was in and out the, the territory for uh, for years. So uh, automatically it did really help me. And after that, I started to work on top after six months, and I was in the territory of Montreal. And I became the, one of the youngest champion up there and tag team champion and just name it. You know, I mean, he went, he went on and on and on and on for about. And I used to go to the territory also of the 
the Leoberg, Bobby Key in the Maritime Province, where I tag team with uh, Freddie Sweetan. And uh, and between that, you know, I was staying really hot in Montreal because I was there for six months. I was leaving for six months. I was coming back for six months. I was leaving for six months. So it kind of uh, really kept kept me really hot. And uh, after a while, I became up there like uh, you just mentioned my name. That was it. So uh, you were putting on frequent flyer miles before there were frequent flyer miles. Yeah, definitely, yeah. <laughs> so now, did you uh, did you ever wrestle for Sue Hart then when you're in Montreal? No, he uh, he asked me uh, quite a few times to go work for his territory, and uh, even Abdullah one time was uh, working up there, and uh, he knew I was in Montreal, and he knew that I would be a hot card up there because you know French Canadian. So uh, even Abdullah tried to get me in, and. Uh, uh, I don't know for a reason today. I wish I went to be honest with you, but uh, back then it was just uh, what it was. Technically, it was the money, and you know I was not a hundred percent sure what kind of money. Uh, and uh, you, you know, so those days uh, I know to work. You know, if I would ask him a guarantee or what kind of a money, he will just spit on the air, and uh, he will not. Uh, I don't think that he would give me a guarantee. And. Uh... Loyalty was also a big thing for you as well, correct? Yes, yes, yes. Okay. Big, time. big time. Now, when you uh, now um, you uh, you were known. Correct me if I'm wrong. As uh, and uh, we'll have Granny Hawkster ask you a little bit about this too. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. You were known as the best heel in Japan. Is that correct? Well, I mean, uh, now this is a you know a title that they gave me. Then I was uh, known as the best heel in Japan. Uh, I mean, I will accept that with uh, honor. And uh, but uh, I wrestled in Japan 31 tours, so I guess if I was not too good, I would not do. I would not be there 31 times. Now in uh, in Japan, when you were when you wrestled there. They uh, they take their wrestling very seriously up there, don't they? Yes, it was very serious. Let's put it this way: back then, but now I heard the last uh, ten, fifteen years, and it's like a like a joke. You know what I'm saying? I'm not there, so but I heard it was terrible. You know, I heard uh, you know people were paying their own way up there to go work. You know what I'm saying? And then back in my days, you know, I mean, you were in first class and. Uh, I mean, uh, and you had some uh, some people at three thousand, some jabroni, you know, some uh, second match, third match had three thousand dollars, you know, and it was a guaranteed deal, and everything was very serious, very serious. Now, uh, being in the wrestling business as uh, you know, long as you have been, um, you you obviously had some uh, great feuds in your history. Uh, who would you say was your your best feud or your uh, uh, toughest opponent, the guy that you wrestled the most? Uh, one of the most, and I really, really did enjoy it, and uh, it was uh, Jacques Rougeau, the father. Not, uh, I'm not talking about uh, Remo and Jacques. I'm talking about Jacques uh, Rougeau Sr. Uh, he really, really enjoyed to fight with me, and I really enjoyed to fight with him because... I knew his style, 
So, uh, you know, I was working his style with it. You know, so Cruzeau, if you were not working his style, you did have a good match with him. And uh, same thing with uh, Joe LeDuc. I had a I had a big run with Joe LeDuc. Uh, you know, I mean, even also Johnny Rougeau was the champion there. I wrestled all the Rougeau technically, you know. And uh, but uh, I had a feud with uh, Jacques Rougeau Senior. I would say Joe LeDuc. After that, I had quite a few, you know. Uh, naturally, quite a few baby fights. Like I say, after a while, they were just mentioning my name, and regardless of who it was, you know, I mean, uh, people were excited, you know. And for our fans that uh, that may know or may not know, uh, Jacques Rousseau Sr., his uh, son was actually the Mountie back in the day. Yeah, right. he did that. He did that for a while. Yeah, till the Mountie in Canada went and see him and told him to take the suit off. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was a great gimmick. That was a great gimmick. Even myself, when I saw it, I said, "God, that's a good gimmick." But I was me. I was thinking. I thought about it. Me too. I said, "I don't think it's gonna last." You know. Yeah, because uh, I remember he used to have that shock stick that he used to use on people. What? He used to have a shock stick that he used to use on people. Oh yeah, Jacques was. Uh, he was a pretty good wrestler. Very good yeah. fighter too. Now, you, I, I'm sure you, you, you met him when he was a kid, I'm assuming. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I met him. He was about uh, 12 years old, I think. He came and picked up the jacket of his father one time on the ring, and his father told me he should slap him. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, because the kid, because the kid, you know, I mean, the, the Rougeau, uh, it was a shoot for them. You know what I'm saying? The father was really uh, serious about his business, you know. And the kid thought it was a joke, you know. So he came and got the jacket, and I said, hey, kid, go come here. So he turned around and said, what do you want? Bang, I slap him. Oh, <laughs> he's man. Still today, so, he's still today talk about it. So is that, what the, is that what you call smartening him up to the business? No, no, I did not smart him up to the business because I slapped him. <laughs> I was, there was a real slap. Oh, and he, he, thought, he started to cry and everything. Uh, well, that's, hey, that's what happens when when you when you mess with Mr. Smirnoff, you know. Um, so, are you do you currently reside in Canada, or where do you call home nowadays? Uh, I call home. I still call home California, but right now I'm in Georgia, and uh, yeah, I live, I'm from Canada, and uh, I've been here for like uh, close to forty some years, you know. I've been married for 41 years, so. And uh, you, uh, you uh, were just uh, given a prestigious honor. You were uh, inducted into a Hall of Fame. Could you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, you mean uh, where? Uh, did, did, weren't you just inducted into a Hall of Fame like last week or two weeks ago or something like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. the Cauliflower Alley. Yeah. Uh-huh. Right, right. Yeah. Um, yeah. How did you? Um, um, how did they uh, tell you about that? Did they did they let you know like uh, a month ahead of time, a couple months ahead of time? Uh, how a did couple they uh, mu- a couple months ahead of time? They just uh, told me that I was a, a nominee, and about uh, three weeks a month uh, they told me that I was uh, elect. So and, because, uh, you, you know, they want us to be presentable, you know, because you got some guy on the business who will show up, show up in short and uh, T-shirts, you know what I mean? 
Right. So they want us to be uh, presentable, so they call us and tell us to be dressed this way, this way, and uh, to be sure that we're going to be there, first of all. Now, when you know you, what um, I mean? Right, right. So when you, um, in all your years of uh, wrestling, uh, you know, you pick up a lot of experience and you meet a lot of, uh, you know, you wrestle a lot of legends. You meet a lot of younger guys. Did you ever have the opportunity to train any younger wrestlers or teach uh, any wrestlers uh, some things that they, that may be wrestling now or may have went on to be uh, a name in the business? Uh, not really. Not really. I mean, uh, I should not say not really completely because one guy was uh, Chris Benoit. And uh, Chris Benoit, I kind of helped him uh, when he when he moved back from Japan. He moved back to uh, Canada and from Canada to California. So I kind of helped him there. And uh, it's too bad, uh, you know, what he turned out to be, you know what I mean? Yeah, it was, it was, a, that was a bad deal. Yeah, yeah, whatever it was. Well, that tells you what drug does, you know, a steroid. And, you know, he was a big steroid head. So yeah. That's what happened. Yeah, you know, it's like, you know, you, you know, there, there's been, there's been a lot of, you know, a lot of tragedies in the business, which is, you know, really sad, but. Oh, it's uh, unbelievable. I mean, you know, you can name some guy, you know, where they made millions. They made millions and they're broke today. And, you know, you, uh, you always, uh, you always kept uh, yourself on the straight and narrow. You never went on to that, the bad part of the business. What was what was always your driving force uh, to keep you going? You know, because you know you hear all about the travel, you know, going from place to place all over, uh, you know, getting three hours of sleep a night. What what kind of schedule did you uh, have to go through when you were uh, in the twilight of your career, as they would say? Well, like you like you mentioned, you know, I mean, sometimes you're in territory like uh, with New York. Uh, when I worked for New York, you know, I was working only on the West Side, you know, the, from uh, St. Louis to uh, Los Angeles and, uh, you know, Calgary to uh, Vancouver and uh, all the, the West City. Uh, I mean, it's part of your training. It's part of your life. Lo- it's part of your life. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you uh, turn around and after your dressing room, yeah, after the dressing room, after your match, you know, I mean, you get dressed and everything, and you go back to the hotel. Uh, okay, you're gonna drink uh, five, six beers if you want to, or you're gonna take a six pack with you in the in your in your room, and uh, you just uh, you need to go to bed because you know the next day you need to get up at six. It's only four hours of sleep. You need to get up at six and uh, take the plane at uh, seven thirty, eight o'clock, and. Uh, Arrive at the other town uh, maybe at two o'clock in the afternoon with uh, two three hours uh, of difference, you know. And uh, there you go, you wrestle again, and it's it's part of the part of your life, you know. You need to put that on your mind, you know. I mean, you need to go, you need to do it. And uh, you know, it's. I mean, I I think the the ultimate warrior said it best. You know, it's about. You know, not only living the lifestyle of professional wrestler, it's doing your job. Yeah, would you, do your would job. you agree? Yes, yes, do your job. Yeah. And uh, was there um, 
was there ever uh, a time that, uh, you know, as you were in your career, um, is there ever a time when you ever wanted to say, uh, I, I can't do this anymore. I'm done. I don't want to do this anymore. Did that ever, did that ever, did you ever have that thought? At no. All? No, 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 never happened. Never happened to me. I never thought about that. Yeah. Now, to me, it was, uh, you know, it was uh, never enough. You know what I mean? I was a uh, tag team champion with Ivan Koloff and back in uh, 1980, 80, 81, 82. And we were working six nights a week, you know. And it was go, 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 go. You know, we never did stop. Now, did you uh, now you you wrestled for Vince McMahon Senior? Did you ever wrestle for Junior, or did you not wrestle for either of them? Yes, I did uh, wrestle for Junior too for a while, not for too long, but I did. And uh, you also wrestled for Senior. Is there uh, wrestling for both Senior and Junior? Uh, did you ever see a lot of correlation between the two, a lot of similarities, or were they pretty different in the way that they approached the business? Mm-hmm. No, they were pretty different. A senior was very happy with his territory. You know what I mean? Like New York, Washington, Boston, Philadelphia. and You know what I mean? The territory that Senior had. And he was not going in Atlanta. He was not going in uh, in Chicago. He was not going nowhere else. He was happy with his territory. So what happened when Junior took over? Well, he decided, he says, hey, I'm going to go around the world. So he took the world, and in the other way, he killed the business. I mean, what happened to, uh, an example, Vern Gagne's territory, Roy Shire's territory, Portland's territory, everywhere, Dallas territory, Atlanta territory, Florida territory, all those territories, they did get killed. I mean, Vince went up there and took the top guy, like an example, he went to Florida and he took Dusty Rhodes. He went to uh, Amarillo, Texas, and took uh, Terry Funk, uh, and he went like this everywhere. Take the one or two top guy in the territory when he knew that it would kill the territory. Right, and you know we, you know so we. That, uh, go ahead, sir. So you you got about uh, I would say three four thousand wrestler who were out of business. <clears throat> Me and, too, uh, if it was not of my Japan. Right. And, you know, uh, out in Japan, that they do they have territories out there, or is it just one big conglomerate out there? No. no. Back in the time when it was serious, you had three offices. You had Giant Baba, who had an office, which he was uh, also Terry Funk and uh, Dory Funk and, uh, you know, what is Dusty Rose and, and not Dusty Rose, uh, Dick Murdoch and uh, some serious worker like that. And you had after that, you had uh, Antonio Inuki who had uh, his crew and uh, you had the International Enterprise, which that's why I was who I was working for. So, and uh, it's not the question, it was tour. You know, you had like a uh, International was saying, hey, okay, we go to Hiroshima, and after that, uh, we go to Sapporo Island. And I mean, you were doing a tour, you know, I mean, 15, 20, 25 towns, let's say about 25 towns in, uh, tw- in 30 days. And you were back in Tokyo and uh, go back home 
and three months later you were coming back in you know and it was it was uh that's the way those territory were run you know and we uh you know we've had a lot of uh you know we've had a lot of uh independent wrestlers uh on the show because basically with the way the wwe is structured you can't get any of their their wrestlers to for interviews unless you jump through 27 hoops which is why we love legends like yourself and we love the independent guys because of, you know, you know, they're just getting into business. But with all the independent wrestling companies around, do you think that uh, the, the, the territories will ever come back around with all the different independent entities out there? Or is that, will that never happen again? The uh, independent wrestler right now, you know, who, like you just mentioned, you cannot in- interview them because they're under contract with New York. So, and now who are you going to interview? You know, I mean, a guy like me, an example, or you get a lot of uh, old-timer wrestler. But uh, to come back, it will come back. But it will probably going to take another 10 years, you know. Let's put it this way. Uh, you put like New York, when they do a wrestle menu, you can put two monkey on top against each other and they'll yeah. throw $100,000. They'll yeah. throw 100,000 people. You know what I mean? So it's the, it's not the, exactly the wrestling show. It's wrestle menu. I've been there. It's the explosion. It's the all the, you know, the entertainment that they put around the ring. And also, you know, all the fireworks and name it, you know, I mean, it's just, uh, I mean, that's it's the biggest entertainment than you ever see, you know. So, uh, you know, eventually people's going to go back to the wrestling where it's going to be wrestling. Right. Yeah. And like we have, right. They never had that back in the day, the sparklers and all that stuff, the music and all that. No. Hey, Icon, uh, we do have a caller on the line. Uh, You said you're in Georgia currently, right? Because there's a Georgia area code number. I don't know if it's a fan, an opponent, if it's our next guest, who it is. Um, But I can put him through real quick and we can find out if maybe they want to talk to him. Sure, go ahead. Why not? Why not? Let's see who it is. Again, Georgia area code. Caller, what's up? Oh, you're on the air. Go ahead. Yeah, um, this is um, the weapon of ass destruction, Dementia DeRose. Okay, uh, we, uh, we're going to put you on hold. We will be with you in about 15 minutes. Is that okay? Okay, that's fine. All right, thanks. All right, cool. Yeah, that's our next All right. I got really uh, that's what I thought. It was. I wasn't sure because I mentioned... I mentioned uh, it was Georgia area code. I know he's living in Atlanta now, so I was like, huh. Uh, or that area, anyway. Yeah, so it's like, huh, all right, maybe it's somebody that knows him or whoever, but uh, I guess it's a similar area code. So, all right. Um, huh? But I got a terrible, terrible, terrible uh, sound with you guys. I mean, I got a hard time to hear you. It's uh, blowing my ear. And... Sorry about that. Oh, that's my fault because I'm doing, I'm doing both things at once here. So that's why I've been on mute most of the time. They are now. They are. You're back really too loud. Okay. Well, we'll uh, we'll uh, we'll uh, we'll uh, now you're okay. The volume okay. Uh, now we have a like I said, we have about uh, ten minutes here left with you. One thing that we like to have all our guests do is uh, do a little uh, liner thing for us. 
uh, basically it's what you'll uh, what you'll do is uh, you'll say your name and you're listening to the Attitude Era live, and uh, what we do is we record that, and then uh, when we play the interviews back, they hear you introducing your interview. If you could do that for us, we'd appreciate that. Are you there? Yes. Okay. You want, right. so, you want me to start now? Yeah, go ahead. My name is Alexios Smirnov, the mad Russian. We are so here in the United States because we are the number one in the world. The American are no good. So... What are you guys going to do? I'm 71 years old, and I'm ready to take you again. Let's go in the ring. I'm ready against anybody. That's it. I love that. That's awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> that was awesome. That was awesome. That was really cool. Now, one thing I do got to ask you, because I have not been able to ask any wrestler this, and I'm sure you've wrestled there. What is it like? Walking into and wrestling in Madison Square Garden for the first time, what was that like for you? Well, it is, you know, it's like a, uh, you know, it's like a kid. It's like anybody, you know, I mean, you're a hockey player and you're walking in at the Montreal Canadian, uh, you know, stadium or you're uh, like you just mentioned, you know, I mean, to uh, walk to the Madison Square Garden, it's something that you never ever expect on your life. And when you do, you kind of, uh, you know, you kind of shake a little bit, you know, because it's something huge. And uh, one, one thing uh, I I do have to ask you about uh, was the finishing move, man, maneuver that you had. It was that... that Front face, lock, suplex? Yeah, the heart punch. That, no, the hard punch it was not me. The, the, the hard punch was uh, No, that was Arx Baker. Oh, gee, okay, all right. Well, they gotta, they gotta up. My producer gotta update my notes. Um, and then the yeah. other question I had for you, uh, you know, with all your accomplishments and all that, uh, if you were ever asked or approached uh, to be in the WWE Hall of Fame, would that be something that you'd want to do, or is that something that? Well, uh, I surely, I surely would be happy with that too. Definitely, then I would be happy, but I would be very surprised if it does happen. Well, I think I think it should happen because, uh, you know, you, you you were the business for all those years, yeah, and it's, uh, a, it's except to you guys to uh, try to elect me. Well, I'll tell you what, because. I love you as a person. I love you as a wrestler. I'm going to work on our podcast doing a little uh, a little petition to get you in the Hall of Fame. That would be great. That would be awesome. Great. And then uh, maybe when you do get there, uh, you'll fly us out there with you. And we can sit at your head table. Sure, sure, <laughs> sure. Awesome. Well, you know, we're, Icon, we're when he when he mentioned the Cauliflower Alley Club, I tell you that is one of Granny Hulkster's things on my bucket list because I have a lot of wrestling fans that go friends that go to that every year and I have always I want to become a member of it and I want to go 
to see that one time because that would be as a as a wrestling fan for as long as I have been one. I would love to go to the Cauliflower Alley Club. I mean, that is well, just, I gonna, think that would be awesome to see. I'm going to be honest with you. It is the oldest one of all. You know, I mean, it's like 60, 60 some years old. So, I mean, uh, and you're always welcome. You could always come the next year or the following year. And uh, well, I I actually got an invite to come to the 50th reunion that they had, you know, a few years ago. And I think what this uh-huh. was their 54th one that they've done. I think this was their 54, 53rd or 54th yeah. one that they just did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It could be yeah, but, 53. I think. But but um but uh, yeah, I have a lot of wrestling friends in the business that I have known for many years um, that go there every it single is. year and. So I I would love I would love to go and I tell you I have to be perfectly honest with you sir as a wrestling fan you know when you talked about being one of the biggest heels ever when Granny goes to these independent shows and I'm not a wrestler by now I am not a wrestler I'm just a fan even though I've been threatened to get thrown in the ring a few times (laughs) I like to holler at the bad guys I love to give the bad guys lots of grief I mean that's well, let's, that's what I let's do. That's what I way. do best. That's what I do best. Uh, let's put it this way: then the bad guy is the one who controls everything. Of course. So that, <laughs> of course. That is. <laughs> of course. Hey, that would be great. Starring at next year's WrestleMania, Alexis Spirnoff versus Granny Holster in the Cage yeah. of Doom. <laughs> yeah. Get your tickets oh my now. Goodness. Oh my goodness! <laughs> oh my goodness! I, you know, um, I don't want to get involved in that because I don't know who I'm going to put my money on. Well, I don't, I don't want to upset, I don't want to upset Granny. Sure. I, I would probably I'm take Smirnoff, but yes, yes, because he has much more experience than I do, so he's probably in a lot better shape than I am. <laughs> Well, I'll tell you what. Uh, that's the funny thing, though, Granny, because you're in a lot better shape than the icon. So that, that's that's interesting. Right. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, I'll tell you what, uh, Mr. Smirnoff, uh, we do appreciate uh, you joining us today, sir. And uh, we loved having you. It was an honor to be able to talk to you. And uh, hopefully uh, in the future you'd be willing to, if we, uh, if we haven't upset you or we haven't scared you off too bad, uh, you'd be willing to uh, join us again. I surely will. All I'll right, be glad sir. to join you again. Okay. We appreciate I'm glad you have you on day. the show tonight. Appreciate it, sir. Thank you. Okay, okay you're welcome now. I'll have talk to you day. later. Yep, okay, bye-bye. good night. Bye-bye. Mr. Spirinoff, ladies and gentlemen. And uh, I, oh. I'm going to take a wild guest that our, uh, wild guest that our guest, our next guest is ready. Uh, so, yeah, they've been ready. I'm on passion too, all right? I will go ahead and introduce her, and then we'll right. uh, interview uh, next. Ladies and gentlemen, stepping out of the green room and walking down the aisle right now, she is our second combatant of the night. She gives new meaning to the word, I will kick you where it hurts, and she will tell you that every rose has its thorns, Ladies and gentlemen, I give you a Dementia Zero. Uh-huh. Hello, man. How are you? 
I'm great. Thank you for the introduction. <laughs> uh, tell me, was that not the best introduction you've ever had? It, it it really was, hands down. Now, not only did you have the best introduction, you also had the best collector's card you've ever seen yourself, too, correct, made by me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So now that we got the ego trip out of the way, and uh, <laughs> basically, uh, basically what we do is uh, after the icon introduce, uh, introduces the guest and gets an ego trip, uh, we have our guests kind of give us a little tidbit about themselves, and then we ask them some questions. So uh, if you want to go ahead and give us a little in background on yourself, then we'll ask you some cool questions. Yes, thank you. Um, yeah, I am uh, the weapon of ass destruction, D- Dementia de Rose. I, uh, I, my motto is uh, never trust a big butt and a smile and lies. I got dangerous curves, and I know how to use them. And uh, I, I will admit, as a as a male, as a, uh, uh, I love every one of your curves. Uh, I shouldn't <laughs> say that, but I, I I can't help myself. But anyway, thank you. Uh, so, uh, yeah, she's got all the curves in all the right places. But anyway, uh, enough of that stuff. Uh, tell us uh, when you uh, wrestle. We'll start with this. Would you consider yourself a heel? Or are you a baby face? Um, to be honest, uh, I would like to say that that I'm more of I'm more of a heel, but for some reason the fans they they love to cheer me. I mean, I guess they like seeing me knock people out with my butt like hard. You know what I mean? It's something. I honestly feel like it's something <laughs> that everybody. Can like legit get behind, get behind them. You know, no pun intended. But uh, literally, yeah, because it's like it's um, you know, my 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 objective only is to destroy my opponent. And if in the end, when it comes out to it, the fans like seeing me do that, whether you know they like the guy, they hate the guy, then they you know they just want to cheer for me. So. So basically. The way the way that you're the way that you you describe it, uh, you are uh, you are who Sir Mixalot sang about. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and for those of you who don't know, I'm not talking about jump on it. I'm talking about baby got that. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> or or as I like to say, that song by uh, Belle Biv DeVoe, Poison. Never trust a big butt and a smile. <laughs> So how long have you uh, how long have you been wrestling? Um, I have been wrestling since uh, 2010. Uh, so seven years going eight years. Um, I currently train um, in Atlanta, Georgia, under the teachings of uh, Ar Fox at uh, WWA4 Pro Wrestling School, one five two Seaweed Drive, <laughs> Atlanta, Georgia. We have free Thursday shows every night. Uh, we have, I'm sorry, my apologies. We have free uh, shows every Thursday night at, at um, 8 o'clock. So, like, right now that's where I'm being currently trained at. My former trainer was um, Jay Fury. Um, I also, got, you know, got to work with the likes of Fred Yehi, the Ashen Stars, the Austin Theories, the, you know. So I, I, I get to work with many, many talents. Now, one, one cool thing about uh, your persona is uh, – your hair uh, with the braids. Now, your hair, is that all real or is that uh, 
Is that fake? <laughs> Come on, now. it's it's my hair. I I bought it, so. <laughs> so how long does it take to braid your hair like that? Um, not that long. Not not, not as long as as people would think. I mean, geez, I I you, I, I would think that uh, doing your hair would be longer than your matches. <laughs> <laughs> Uh-huh. Well, yes, that, that that is true. It does take longer. But see, so, but that's no, because that's because you know I knock people out with my butt. You know, if I'm over there sitting down braiding my hair, and, and you know I get knocked out by a butt, you know I'm done. I'm done for the night. But you know, so that's why it takes so, it no, takes so much longer. So RSWF is uh, your home territory. Uh, have you since you've been with them? Have you? Uh, won any titles or do you have any uh, uh, title shots coming up? Um, yes, actually, I just won my uh, recent title, uh, my most recent title uh, this past Saturday at Southern uh, Southern Legacy Wrestling. I defeated Veronica Fairchild to become the SLW's uh, uh, women's champion. I was also the first um, WWA4 uh World Heavyweight Female Champion. Um, I was a big-time wrestling women's champ up in California. And I recently, in uh, my most recent upcoming match is this Saturday um, in Memphis, Tennessee at RSWF against Ronnie Nicole. Yeah, that's coming up on the 26th, right? Yes, it is. It is this Saturday. Now, is there any special stipulations for that match? Oh, no, we're just going to go at it. Now, have you wrestled her before? Yes, I have. I actually wrestled her um, uh, up in California, even um, um, even here in Georgia. A while back, uh, we wrestled at Platinum Championship Wrestling and up in California at Big Time Wrestling. So, yes, she is that she is definitely a force to be to be um, reckoned with, without a doubt, hands down. Well, see, now, here's the thing, because uh, – I've been uh, I've been talking to you for uh, I think I I hooked up with you a couple months ago uh, to be on on the show. Now we have a record on our show uh, since you just won the title and I had booked you before you went after that title. Uh, we're going to add that to our uh, to our uh, stats. We are now with that win. We are now 197 and 0. For all the guests that we've had that are winning for titles. We've had 197 wins and no losses. Oh wow! <laughs> oh, that's that's awesome. Now, and I I got to ask you. Well, actually, one of uh, one of uh, our fans emailed me and asked you to ask. Uh, that doesn't make any sense. Asked me to ask you what W O A D is. Oh, weapon of ass destruction. Okay, see, I, I knew it had to be something. Now, do you have shirts with that on there? Um, oh, yes. In fact, I'm getting those. Uh, they're coming out. Uh, I'm getting them tomorrow, and I, I will be selling them um, at RSWF this uh, this Saturday, and I will also be selling them at the WWA4 show this Thursday in Atlanta. Now, we're kind of hoping, and I, I think I talked about this before, that Maybe you can send us some autographs. Maybe you can give, send us one of those shirts for giveaways. Yeah, definitely. And then I could, uh, uh, you know, I could model it before we give it away because it'll be worn by you 
and worn by the icon. You can't get a better combo than that. <laughs> oh, thank oh you. my! Oh my! Now, uh, now I know that uh, I know that Granny Hulkster, uh She's been listening here. Uh, she's got a few questions for you, so I will uh, let her ask a few questions. Then I'll come back with the real tough ones. Awesome. Okay. Oh yeah, the real the real tough ones. Okay. <laughs> well, hello. Now, now, mind you, I am not a wrestler. I am just a huge fan of the business. So you know, and I got this nickname from. Or my gimmick name is whatever you want to call it, you know, from a coworker several years ago. And when I go to independent shows, I actually, my original granny shirt says, what you going to do when granny Hulkster goes crazy on you? Because I holler at all the bad guys. I, I am <laughs> known for, for giving all the heels lots of grief. So you and, if you're a heel, you and I would probably have a lot of fun at a wrestling show because I can dish it out pretty good. But that being <laughs> said, uh, what has been probably your most memorable match since you've been in the business and who was it against um, wow uh there are so many um i would have to say <clears throat> when i uh faced mia yim at big time wrestling to become the uh big time wrestling women's champ uh, when i also got into the ring and uh faced uh fred yehai and also, I would have to say, um, when I also, my most recent match with uh, my, my, my current trainer, Air Fox, those are the three top memorable matches. Wow. Wow. That's pretty awesome. Okay. Now, I, I, I remember going to an independent wrestling show one time, and I just want your opinion on, on, on this and how you feel about this, but there was a little boy there that had a poster and you always hear, you know, people say wrestling's fake, you know. They say, oh, you know, you watch that fake stuff on TV, whatever, you know. But the little boy had a poster that says, wrestling is real, people are fake. What's your opinion about that? To be honest, I mean, <laughs> all I can say is that you can't fake, you can't fake getting smashed in the face with, with a giant butt. You can't, so... <laughs> <laughs> that, that that's my answer right there. You cannot well, say that. That's a, you cannot. That's you know, a pretty good, that, you that's a pretty good answer. That's a pretty yeah. good answer. <laughs> because I know for a fact, from firsthand experience, that my butt has done some serious damage, and I'm not talking about just busted nose and lips. I mean, whiplashes. You know, busted oh head. So. Yeah, it truly oh is a weapon. It truly is a weapon of ass destruction. Yeah, I would say right. so, and most definitely. Yeah, this is this is actually first uh, for our show where we have, uh, I guess you could say, where we have Boodalicious on our show. This is the first part of it. Now, speaking of that, speaking of that, uh, I am kind of curious. What every, every wrestler has a, a finishing maneuver. What is yours? Tell us about it. What is it called? And how does it oh, work? Yeah. <laughs> My finisher is called the Damnesia. Um, and I'll tell you why. Because uh, I sit you down in the corner. I go on the opposite end. I run full speed. And I knock your head clean off with my butt. And technically, I guess... Some people said they've gotten amnesia from it, and they can't remember <laughs> some things. And uh, 
Well, um, I honestly think it's pretty self-explanatory. Like, I don't do a stink face. I don't do anything of that sexual caliber. Like, that's that's not my style. Like, I, my, my butt is my weapon, and I'm going to use it to its full ability to put you down. And that is what I do. Okay, so you never, ever thought of calling it the butt or cup? Nope. Okay. All right. Well, I definitely would not want to make her mad, Icon. I definitely would not want to take her on by any means. So, well, she, I, I can already tell because of the introduction I gave her at the beginning of the show. She loves me, so I guess you know. But anyway, uh, <laughs> so we, uh, I always ask wrestlers this, you know, because we all know that the. The big show, the big dance, is the WWE. And uh, basically, when you get into the WWE, they basically control they control what you do, who you can talk to, shows you can go on, all that stuff. They basically control your career. Now, is that something that you'd want to do, or would you rather just stay independent where you basically control your own destiny? Um. I honestly, I honestly feel that you can control your your destiny on both the indies and in the big leagues. I mean that that's just my opinion. I mean, look, you know, AJ Styles is the perfect example of that. He was AJ Styles. He will always be AJ Styles. You know, that's who he's known for. That's who he that's who he's known for in WWE, and that's who he's known for. You know, on the indies, everyone knows who he is. So I, I feel that if you do. What do you do great enough to the point that no one else can do it but you? I figured, you know, you can, you can take that anywhere. That's honestly my opinion. No, because with, uh... I, know, I know for a fact that, I, and I'm not trying to sound so cliche, but I know I'm not like most girls. It took me a great realization to see that for myself, but I know I am different from any single female wrestler that's definitely in the ring with me. I mean, there may be women like me that have sim, you know, similarity, similarities such as move sets or the things that they do in the ring and so forth. But I know there is only one double D row. There is only one weapon of ass destruction, and there will always only be one weapon of ass destruction. And uh, have you uh, have you ever done any? Uh... Uh, tag teaming, or do you pretty much stay uh, in singles competition? Oh, yes. In fact, uh, I actually tagged up with uh, Nikki Knuckles. We were Monster Inc. And, yeah, that was that was, that was was amazing. Like, being able to be by her side and be on the same level of craziness as she is. Um, but, uh, you know, I haven't done a tag team that much, but that's something, you know, Definitely, if I can. Right now, I'm currently um, I'm part of the Cutie Pie Club at Shine Wrestling with Kiara Hogan and Candy Cartwright. So you know, they're the two beauties, and I'm I'm the beast. Yeah, you know, I noticed um, I noticed that uh, you have um, uh, on your uh, on your uh, Facebook page uh, you have a. Uh, a um a poster with a lot of gals. Now these are all gals that you wrestle or are just gonna be at the event that you're gonna be at. 
Oh yeah, the uh, well, which poster was it? Is it the most? I mean, is it the most recent one? Is it the Shine Wrestling poster? Well, yeah, because the most it's got all the it's, yes, it's got a lot of gals on it. Yeah. Yes, um, Shine Wrestling. Uh, we returned back to uh, Queens, New York, uh, June ninth uh, for Shine Fifty One. That's an all female, uh, all female promotion to showcase some of the top and most, you know, most amazing female wrestlers, myself included. So, yeah, so that's definitely that's definitely something to look forward to because um, uh, I will be tagging up with Kiera Hogan to go against Luscious Latasha and Gabby Gilbert, uh, Rainbow Bright. So that's definitely something to look forward to. Now, uh, is it possible that uh, you might uh, uh, you might be able to um, hook us up with uh, some of these gals to be guests on our show at some point? Um, I honestly can't say. I can't say. I I I, I would say uh, message them. Um, you know, I really you know don't really have have it in like that. Just uh, you know. Ask them. I mean, I I could, but you know, I I'm not quite sure what they would say. It's probably well, well, no, no, no. I I contact them, but if you know, you talk to them, you could say how much fun you had on the show, and if you didn't lie to them. Oh yeah, sure. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> okay. All right. Cool. Um, oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> all right. Now, one thing that we like to do, and I, I know you heard uh, us do with uh, Mr. Smirnoff there, we uh, like to have. Uh, our guests do a little promo for us, a little liner for us, but we're going to have you do a little extra. Basically, what we'll have you do is we'll have you say uh, your name. Uh, you're listening to the Attitude Air Live with the icon, the big swing, and Granny Hawkster. And then if we have to do a couple takes, we'll do that. And then you can say whatever else you want. Like, I want you to throw that ass of mass destruction stuff in there, too. That would be awesome. Uh, and then <laughs> we can do a couple takes. And uh, I'll count you down for five, and then we'll see how it goes. All right, <laughs> but uh, give me the the give me the names again. You said it was Icon, uh, the Big Swing, and Granny Hawkster. Big Swing and Granny Hawkster. Yeah, so the, <laughs> that's the awesome. Thing, but, yeah, Hulkster, uh, you know, like the like the whole like Hulk Hogan, Hulkster, yeah, you know, H U L K S T E R. Oh, Hulkster, <laughs> all right. Yeah, the, but the name, the main difference between Granny Hulkster and Hulk Hogan is he's yes. not Walker. He doesn't. Um, so, uh, yeah, the, basically the main points to hit are Attitude Air Live, The Icon, The Big Swing, and Granny Hulkster, and your name, and then whatever else you want. Okay. All right, let's give it a shot. Ready? Five. Ready. Four. Three. Two. Wait, wait, one. wait, wait, wait. Yeah. Uh. What's I'm sorry. What was the name of the talk show again? Uh, what was it? Attitude Era Live. Attitude Era Live. Okay, cool. All right. All right, ready? Here we go. All right. Five, four, three, two, one. You're listening to the Attitude Era Live with the icon Granny Hulkster and the Big Sling, and of course with the featured guest. The weapon of ass destruction, Double D Rose. Never trust the big button to smile. And come out and see me in Memphis, Tennessee, where I beat the mess out of Ronnie Nicole. And make sure to check me out 
at Shine Wrestling, Shine 51 in Queens, New York. Awesome. That works. Very now, good. Because, awesome. Because because you said my, my name first, it'll be easy for me to edit the other two out of there. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> Talk about an ego trip there, Icon. I'm you kidding. Know. I'm kidding. Okay. I know you so, are. I know you are. Now, now uh, if uh, our fans wanted to uh, check you out, per se, uh, do you have a Facebook? Do you have a Twitter? Yes. Do you have a YouTube? Yes, I do. do you have an Instagram? What do you got up there? Tell us about it. Yes, I do. I am on Instagram and Twitter as uh, Double D Rose, um, the Weapon of Ass Destruction. Uh, Facebook page uh, is a like page, Weapon of Ass Destruction, Dementia to Rose. And um, regular Facebook page, Fan Requests, um, Dementia to Rose as well. But I'm up to my limit in friends, so I probably won't be able to accept new friends. But, um, uh, yes, yeah, so I'm on Twitter, Facebook, um, Instagram. Um, give me a like, a follow, share, you know, and never, ever, okay. ever trust a big butt and a smile. Now, you know, I, I shouldn't ask this, but I, ca- I cannot stop myself, okay? And er- all our fans know what's coming because the icon can be sick at some times. But anyway, you know, you always talk about, you know, double G. Now, I'm guessing that double D is what you have. <laughs> I'm not going to say yes, but I'm not going to say no. <laughs> okay, because, you know, it's like I was going to say, of all the independent wrestlers, uh, you definitely have the biggest bank account. <laughs> now, you thought I was going to say something else. I did, I did, I did. <laughs> uh, so, when you uh, when you been in in the wrestling, uh, have you ever done any gimmick matches uh, or any like weird matches that you you could tell us about that you've done, or have you not done any of those? Uh, gimmick matches. Um, I can honestly say the. Um, well, I wouldn't say gimmick matches per se. Uh, I had a cage match. Uh, but that was a, a long time ago. I would think I would say like six, six years ago. Okay. Now, uh, when you uh, when you uh, are are wrestling and traveling around, uh, do you just basically stay in the one area there, or what? Do you do you plan? On, do you like travel all over the country? Do you want to do that, or do you just like to stay in your home base there? Oh no, I, I definitely plan on traveling the country with, without without a doubt. Hopefully, I can um, go international and use my passport this year. Who, who knows? But that is well, a do definite. Think, do you think uh, we might ever be able to try and get you up here to North Dakota, where I'm at? Yes, without a doubt. Like, who do I need to talk to? <laughs> definitely. Well, I'll tell you. Uh, you know, I'll tell you. I can hook you up with the promoter. Well, everybody knows who it is. His name is Donnie Dahl, okay? He's on Facebook. Maybe you could uh, send him a message, and uh, maybe we can uh, get you up here for a match or two uh, because there's uh, one female wrestler that that's with his promotion that does not like me for some reason. And maybe it's because I wouldn't give her my phone number or whatever. I don't know what it is. But what I would... What I'd like to do is have you 
come and take her out, and I'd lead you to the ring. You know, I'd be like your manager for a day or something. I think that'd be really cool. Hey, as long as they pay me, I come in and destroy anybody. And uh, I'll tell you what, you can, you can, yeah, you can check them out on fully, uh, fully loaded wrestling on Facebook there. And okay. uh, get in touch with Donnie Donald. See if we can't work something out to get you down here. I think that'd be Definitely. awesome. Well, you said his uh, name was Donnie Donnie Doll. D a h Donnie Doll. Okay. He's the owner okay. of fully, uh, and uh, he's a great guy. And I love him to death. He's a good friend of mine. But maybe after this podcast, I don't know. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but anyway, uh, yeah, I think I think that'd be cool. If, uh, I, I'd love to see you wrestle live at least once. You know, um, I, I, think I promise really you. Cool. It, I promise you. It, it it will be unlike anything you will ever see. No, but I'll tell you what though. If we can get you down here, you do gotta you do gotta let me know that you're coming down, and uh, you know you can tell everybody, hey, the icon is a good friend of mine. You mean up there? You mean up there, icon? Because I think I'm you pretty mean, sure where you're at is uh, up for everywhere else in the country. Yeah, yeah. You're up, say, you're you're basically you're in Canada. Up. You're up. Yeah. <laughs> We're up, right? Because so, uh, I live, I live in Arkansas, and you know North Dakota is higher than Arkansas, so you know I'd have to come up to North Dakota. <laughs> well, we got about uh, we got about five minutes left here. Uh, now that uh, Big Swing is back, because I know our, our next guest will be calling in about five minutes here. Uh, Big Swing, I know that you have a few questions that you want to ask, so uh, I haven't take I haven't stole your thunder. So go ahead, ask what. Or is he being shy now, or did he leave us? I don't I know. I think he's being shy. Are you there, Big Swing? <laughs> he must have left you know, us again, Icon. That's <laughs> what he does. He, come, he comes in, insults me, and then he takes off. Aww. Oh, you poor baby. I'm used to it. That's why we make great partners, because we always try and one-up each other, you know? Mhm. I guess. I, I mean, they, and oh, there he is. And then see, they well, brought me in here in the middle of this question. too, and made me a co-host, which is okay because maybe I'll have to play referee sometime. Yeah. <laughs> Possibly. And no, I, I just, I just wanted to. Oh shoot! I just almost kicked the computer over. No, I just wanted to uh, pop in. I'm actually at the radio station, actually doing the Yankee game as well. So I'm bouncing back and forth between both. Um, so that's why I mean, I've been listening the whole time, but as you can hear, there's music in the background because they put me in the music studio, um, to do this, and then I'm in the quiet, nice sports studio for the game. So once the game ends, I'll be up here, but I have been listening. Uh, we would definitely like to see you live at some point. Um, I mean, New York might be a little bit more accessible, and I can, I've already been to North Dakota, so maybe you should get out this way. Who knows? Yeah, definitely. Well, eventually I'd like to come out there and uh, uh, hang out with Andy Strasberg. Uh, you know, I think that'd be cool. But anyway, so... Are, are well, you, who says Andy Strasberg wants to hang out with you? Well, I know he does because I'm a great guy. Uh, oh, all right. Uh, so go ahead. Ask, we got we got four minutes. Go ahead and ask your question. You, you, see, what I, you see what I mean? 
<laughs> I, I think he disappeared on us again. Oh, yeah, anyway. Well, I'll tell you. Uh, no, I, I'm here. I'm here. I just keep the suspense. I, I just, I just want the the quality of the show to be the best. And with this music in the background, it's probably tough to hear me, and I don't want it to come through the feed. Ah, that's it. That's what the deal is. So he's not being shy. He just okay. All right. Well, I'll tell you what. Oh no! Usually, it's good to get you guys talking because usually I talk uh, way too much. And, you know, we don't get Granny in a lot to talk uh, as much as we like. And, and you know, I can't – I usually have to balance out with him because he'll talk, he'll talk for the full two-hour show. So I have to usually balance it out. And between the two of us who talk a lot, it, it's good if I pop back a little bit and, uh, you know, run things from the other end for once. Well, anyway, uh, since uh, we wasted five minutes uh, of time, that I'll have to edit out. But anyway, uh, the question that he usually asks is uh, – when you uh, when you decided to get into wrestling, uh, who was your biggest influence uh, to get into the business when you were watching before you got into it? Um, I definitely used to watch a lot of Rikishi. <laughs> I'm hoping that's obvious because of the whole butt thing. Um, he definitely influenced me, especially to start you know using my body as a weapon. But I was also a huge fan of um, The Rock, Booker T, Stone Cold Steve Austin. Uh, Macho Man, uh, uh, just um, I used to watch all kinds of wrestling. So, all right. Well, we got we got about uh, we got about uh, I don't know. We got about uh, two minutes here left with you. Uh, is there anything else uh, you want uh, fans to uh, uh, know about uh, uh, before uh, we? Uh, 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 let you go back and do your uh, your workouts, like uh, <laughs> I, I don't know what you want to what you want to call your workout, but uh... <laughs> uh, yeah, um, I'm actually uh, I'm taking pre-orders for my uh, WOAD t-shirt. They're they're going to be arriving tomorrow. So if you want to get your um, Weapon of Ass Destruction shirt, um, just send me a PayPal. Uh, uh, My PayPal is um, A-Y-A-M-I-N-I, the number one, at Hotmail.com. And you just PayPal me the money and and your address and what size. Um, And also, you know, Come out and see me, Memphis, uh, Memphis, Tennessee. Uh, I face Ronnie Nicole at uh, RSWF. Come see me knock my knock somebody's head off with with my butt. I promise you, it'll be unlike anything you will ever see. And always, always, never trust the big butt and the smile. All right, and then what I'll do here is uh, I will uh, I will uh, send you the address uh, if you could. Uh, if you could please uh, send us some autographs and one of those shirts for a giveaway uh, for our big Christmas show that we got coming up in December, I would appreciate it. I'll send you the address where to send that to. Definitely, of course. All right, you're awesome. And uh, hopefully uh, we can uh, have you on again uh, in the you know uh, in the future, uh, and uh, you can keep us abreast of what you're doing. I'll stay in contact with you. Because uh, you are one of the few people that uh, has given me uh, your phone number that does not have a restraining order against me, uh, so uh, that's awesome. <laughs> that's awesome. All right. Well, I'll tell you what. We appreciate you joining us, and uh, we will definitely have you on with us again at some point. 
Awesome. Thank you again for having me. Thank you so Thanks much. Thanks for being on. All right. You all have a great night. You too. Bye-bye. That was awesome. Yeah, she that was, was awesome. Fun. I liked it. Yeah. That was fun. Yeah, that was fun. Based on what I was listening to, uh, the whole time. It, it sounds like she, she's quite the character. Yeah, she is. Uh, I, I, I wouldn't want to, I, I wouldn't want to stop, get stopped by that, but I'll tell you what. No, I, I bet you're not. So our next guest. So who do we have? Uh, who do we have today? Oh, uh, sorry. Morning. We have, we have uh, Fifty Shades of Grey coming up. Uh, um, with a. Great. Pretty soon, right? Yeah, she should be calling in shortly. Okay, okay. Um, so Braun Strowman beat Finn Balor. Is that a surprise to anybody? No. No, and uh, <laughs> Braun Strowman said it was a good, ma- it was a good match. It was a good match, though. He decided to crush an apple in two. Hmm. Now, what did you guys think of? I've been watching WWE Network lately. What did you guys think of uh, Carlito? I spit in the face of people who don't want to be cool. That guy with the apple. Hey, yeah. I, I, I had got, mixed. I got to, I got to meet Carlito back in um, January at a independent wrestling show down in Maumel, Arkansas. He was pretty. Does awesome. he still have the afro? Oh yeah, he still because he tried yeah. to spit it. You know the gentleman that was one of our guests last week, Tim Storm. He actually faced Tim yes. Storm at that show, and he tried to spit the apple. <laughs> In Tim Storm's face, and Tim Storm moved, and the referee James Beard got the apple in the face. <laughs> oh, so yeah. Ooh, who yeah. won the match though? Um, it was actually a, it was actually a draw. It was a, they went through the whole time limit thing, so it was um it was it was oh a it was a time it was a time so, match yeah. Okay. yeah yeah cool cool it's good to see Carlitos doing things and. and and, you know, being productive in his post-WWE career. Um, Icon, I'm assuming this is the last guest here. I'm assuming this is the last ke- uh, the last guest here. Um, I'm going to pop into the other studio and, and put the, you know, put the commercials on and go back to local programming. The Yankees game just ended. Uh, so I'm going to let you do your thing, and I'll, I'll pop in uh, towards the middle. Ladies and gentlemen, our third combatant of the night. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you without further ado, she's the one that they yelled out in Streetcar Named Desire, Stella, and she also has 50 Shades of Grey. Ladies and gentlemen, let's put it all together for Stella. Great. Hey, Stella, how are you? Good, how are you? Good, and uh, I'll let everybody know that Stella Grey is what dreams are made of. Okay, all right, now that we got that out of the way. Uh, now tell me, was that not the best uh, introduction you've ever had? <laughs> well, Streetcar Named Desire is definitely one of my favorite movies, but uh, unfortunately, I've never seen the movie Fifty Shades of Grey, so I have no idea what that's about. <laughs> okay, well, okay, well, I'll I'll I'll, I'll, I'll consider that a yes. And uh, <laughs> but if you don't like the introduction, you have to like the collector star that the icon made for you. Yeah, that I did. Yeah. Okay. So now, now that I've introduced you, what we like to do is, uh, uh, after we get away from the ego stuff, we like to have our uh, our guests give a little background of themselves 
then we ask them some questions. So go ahead, tell us a little about yourself, then we'll ask you the uh, questions. Okay. Uh, well, I'm my name's Stella Graham from Philadelphia. Uh, I'm a graduate of the ROH Dojo. I'm currently on the Women of Honor roster. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't. <laughs> what else would you like to know? Do believe that uh, you are from the home of uh, a great quarterback that plays there. His name is Carson Wentz. I believe you are oh, from yeah. Philadelphia? Yes, I am. And what's interesting about Carson Wentz is he was the quarterback up here at North Dakota State, where I'm from. Oh, was he? See, I didn't even know that. Yeah, Carson's a good friend of mine. Uh, so when you uh, – now we'll, now we'll get into some questions. We'll get into some serious stuff. Uh, okay. when you uh, when you wrestle, would you consider yourself a heel, a babyface, an in betweeny, or do you let the crowd tell you what you are? Um, I would. Part of me would would naturally say I'm a face, but I think I'm kind of in between. Right, that's why I joke about like the my name. It's like shades of gray. I'm not light. I'm not dark. I'm kind of somewhere in that middle. So I try I, I try to be good, but if you piss me off. I want to do whatever I can. I'm kind of a brawler, so that kind of leans towards heelish a little bit. So, yeah, I guess I would say I'm a little – I want to be faced, but I'm a little bit in between my bit. anger. <laughs> now, you, have, you haven't had to uh, slap any fans at ringside, have you? Um, Personally, no. I do remember there was a match where I was watching with some – I can't even remember who I was standing next to on the roster, and I, I think it was like a tag match with like Mandy, Dionne, Somebody else, and I, I heard somebody say some very gross things, and I confronted them. I didn't slap them. I just confronted them and told them to enjoy the show and keep the comments to themselves. <laughs> good, good gal. Now, do you, uh, uh, you know, you mentioned that you're a graduate of uh, Ring of Honor. Uh, mm-hmm. How long have you uh, been in the business? Uh, not that long. I started training October 2016. I think October 17th exactly. Uh, and my first official wrestling match was July 17th, so I haven't even hit my wrestling anniversary. I've hit my training anniversary, so I guess if you go by training, it's been like a year and a half, but uh, official wrestling, not even a year yet. It's like just shy. So you haven't uh, really uh, uh, went after any titles or won any titles yet? No, no. I still got to earn my keep because I'm still so new. Well, as... um, uh, you know, in your as your career is progressing, uh, how many matches would you say you've had to this point? Um, I think I just counted the other day too. Uh, I want to say like twenty, like maybe even under twenty. I haven't had that many. I had like some injuries that kind of put me out for a bit. I had a concussion. I broke my tailbone. Um, I broke my toe the one time. I was literally leaving for Global Wars, and I broke my toe as I was walking out the door. So I had some like bad luck this year with injury. So it kind of slowed me down a little bit. And uh now have you uh have you uh wrestled the uh the same uh the same people or have they all been different people or do you have like someone that you're you're getting a rivalry with right now? Um I don't think I've re- I think I've wrestled the only person that I've wrestled twice is or maybe even three times is uh Bonesaw Jesse Brooks. Uh, she's a fellow ROH Dojo graduate. Besides that, I think it's been a new person every single time. Um, rivalry? I don't think I have any rivalries right now. I think, like, 
I'm just trying to prove myself and I'm willing to take anybody on. I haven't like, nobody's really singled me out. I haven't really singled anybody out. I just basically say I'm up for a challenge and I'm willing to take anybody on. So who, uh, who, who uh, trained you then? Uh, my head trainer was delirious. Uh, and then the assistant trainers were cheeseburger and Will Ferrara. Okay. I, 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 I've heard of Will. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, he's he's uh, he's trained a lot of people, but yeah, uh, he's a, you're, uh, you're you're the best, though we know that. Oh well, thank you. Well, we call it like the dojo, like it's our family, like all the guys. I, I'm the only girl there currently, but all the guys I consider my brothers, and I don't know. I think I'm. I, I appreciate that. I think I'm the weakest. Like I think they're all the guys are very talented, and they deserve everything that's coming to them. So I appreciate that, but I feel like anybody that comes from that dojo is super talented. Well, you you haven't had to wrestle any of those guys, have you? I mean, we train and we uh, do stuff together. Like, uh, yeah, I'm the only girl, so if we want to do a match just to see, I don't know, just we we, we usually do at least a, a match or two a week. Uh, so sometimes it's tag, sometimes it's one-on-one. So, yeah, I have I've had to uh, wrestle all of them in that dojo at some point. I, do, I get Will a lot because he's my trainer, and I think he, like, wants – likes to push me to my limit to see what I can handle. Um, so, yeah, I've had to wrestle all the boys. <laughs> so, uh, every um, every wrestler that we, we've talked to, and, of course, generally every wrestler that we've ever had on, and, you know, in the past and in the future, they all have a, uh, a finishing maneuver. Uh, tell us what uh, your finisher is, how it works, and if there's a name for it, and tell us a little bit about that. Um, well, the the classic one is spear. That's just, I don't know, it's just very effective. It's just, you can easily do it out of nowhere. Um, but the other one is um, my DDT. It's a, I, I just started doing a, a version of it, kind of like a tornado DDT, but it's uh, called the Stellagram. That's basically I can either put you in a waist lock, spin you out and put you in the DDT or I get you in a full Nelson, spin you out and do a DDT. It's basically like a spinning way um, to get into it. That's awesome. That sounds like that could be very hurtful. That sounds, that's, that sounds vicious. That sounds pretty vicious. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, oh, by the way, so that's uh, Granny Hawkster. And I know that, uh, you know, she, uh, she always has fun with uh, the heel wrestlers and uh, I know that she's got a few good questions for you, so we'll let her ask a few, and then uh, I'll come back and ask a few more. Okay. Well, hello, by the way, and, and, and no, I'm not a wrestler. I'm just a fan of the business, even though I've had a lot of my wrestling, who I consider my wrestling family over the years, tried to throw me in the ring a few times off and on. But, you know, <laughs> I've, been, I've been handcuffed to a manager one time. Uh, I have a good friend in Oklahoma that does, independent wrestling shows for kids that have got cancer called wrestling for a cause. And one time before the show, a couple of wrestlers told me, they said, Granny, we're going to handcuff you to Pierce tonight, you know, during the match. And so I've been handcuffed. I mean, I, Granny obliges, you know, they ask me to do something. I'll do my best to try to make it fun for the entire crowd. As you know. <laughs> but I know, I, I know you mentioned delirious. Um, mm-hmm. I got to meet Delirious at a CWA show in Maumelle, Arkansas, back in January of this year that he actually wrestled at against Barrett Brown, and that mm-hmm. uh, that was a pretty awesome match. He was he was a really super guy. I thought he was really nice. I know you said yeah. you haven't been in the business that long. 
Um, who was your biggest inspiration, I guess, to make you want to become a wrestler? Um, well, that's <laughs> kind of like it's not your normal inspiration. It's what kind of got me passionate about the business first. Um, my brother mm-hmm. was uh, watching TV one time. And it, ECW was on, and I'll never forget the match. It was a match between Beulah McGillicuddy and Fonzie. And obviously, like ECW, they didn't really have rules, and there was weapons of some sort. And Fonzie oh, was yes. bloody. But uh, I just remember at the end of the match, Beulah winning and Fonzie being bloodied up from uh, mm. Beulah basically beating him up. And I just thought, like, it was crazy that a girl and a guy are fighting. And then the fact that the girl won, I was just like, well, that's just insane to me. And like that, like anything's possible in wrestling. Um, so that kind of made me really passionate about it. And I was a huge ECW fan after that. Um, but that's what got me into it. And then like, ooh, sorry about that. Um, <laughs> uh, but then like Trish Stratus and Lita and China and all them, those are the like technical wrestlers. I guess I, you'd say I definitely got into watching. Well, you know, you mentioned ECW, you know, um, Mm -hmm. I have on several different occasions have gotten to meet Tommy Dreamer at several shows, um, traditional championship wrestling. Matter of fact, Tommy Dreamer at the last traditional championship wrestling show they did in Fort Smith, Arkansas, because that's where I live at is Arkansas. Um, Mm -hmm. He actually took my fold-up cane and used my cane on Matt Riviera during the match. It was an (laughs) eight-man tag team elimination match. And, of course, TCW televised their matches, and they still show the old reruns even today down in the Little Rock, Arkansas area. And I remember the one commentator, Matt Rhodes, he's like, oh, my God, he's got Granny Hulkster's cane. And then Brian Thompson, the other commentator's like, Granny, what do you think you're doing? This isn't a fan. Bring your own weapons match, you know. And, <laughs> and he, I mean, and it, looked, and it was a fold-up one, so it looked like he broke it. And everybody was just, I mean, oh, the wrestlers in the back, they were just, you know, they were just roaring laughing because they thought it was so funny. And he yeah. comes and brings me my cane back because he, he had Matt Revere on the floor then he takes the handle and tucks the handle under Matt's tights and pull up, pulls up on the cane and makes him start hopping like a bunny rabbit. Oh, my and God. The, so then he brings me my cane back. You know, he says, Granny, you might want to sanitize this. You know, it, it smells kind of stinky. <laughs> 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 but, I mean, but, yeah, I mean, I've met Tommy Dreamer, you know, several different occasions. He's a, you know, good friend, you know, has become a good friend to be in my family, but I, but I, I, I love, I, I love to watch. I mean, I, I, matter of fact, my original Granny shirt, it says, "What you gonna do when Granny Hulkster goes crazy on you?" And I started wearing it to all these independent shows. Well, my whole wrestling family, and I'm not related to any of them, but they all call me Granny. They call me Granny. Their kids call me. I am Granny to everybody in the wrestling world that knows me or that I know. So you know, so. That's, that's so where true. I kind of got the 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 name at, you know, because yeah. I love wrestling, you know. So, well, and not that's... only does she swing a mean cane, she makes a great batch of chocolate chip cookies. <laughs> oh, that will win anybody over. <laughs> right. Now, uh, I'm kind of curious. Uh, you had um, a match. Uh, mm-hmm. I believe it was uh, December 9th against uh, Christina Marie. Is that correct? Uh yes, I think it was for Dynasty. It was oh, I can't remember the town in New York. It was uh, supposed to be just yeah, me and Christina Marie, and then yeah, um, it turned Johnson. into a. Yes, yes, exactly. Yeah, it was there. No, no. Who who had uh, won that match? 
Um, it actually turned into a triple threat match, um, and that was a crazy – I was not expecting that. <laughs> um, but Christina Marie did. I did not uh, understand how strong she was. Like, I, I heard she's a power lifter. I did not uh, under, fully understand how strong she was, that uh, I was just, like, flat on the mat from what – I can't remember. Uh, I think her name was Jess, what she did to me. And then I was trying to, like, crawl to the ropes, and she just picked me up and power bombed me dead off the floor. And I was like, what? And it just, whew, knocked me. So, yeah, Christina, Christina definitely won that. And she's a, a force to be reckoned with if anybody gets in the ring with her. Yeah, she was. Uh, yeah, she was supposed to uh, be a guest on our show at one time, uh, but unfortunately, uh, her she had a, uh, her mother had a health issue or something, and uh, she wasn't able to join us. So hopefully, we can uh, uh, get her on. Now, do you uh, do you still uh, wrestle uh, in the same area that she does, or no? Um, I haven't wrestled her or been in the same area that she has. I know she does a lot of like upstate New York and like north or like Western PA. Um, I'm hoping either I go up there or she comes down here. Cause we, we've messaged each other before, uh, after that match and said that we would, uh, would love to do a one-on-one that um, we felt like we were really looking forward to a one-on-one and we didn't, uh, that didn't exactly go to plan. Um, Cause I remember it was like a snowstorm. It was a really bad snowstorm that night. And uh, the uh, obviously the card had to be rearranged a little bit. Um, so hopefully one day. Yeah. We'll see. Well, you know, uh, if you if you happen to, if you happen to contact her or uh, talk to her, uh, have her get in touch with uh, the icon because uh, I I'd still like to have her on the show. You know, I I made a cool collector's card for, her and I had everything planned. But you know, I understand. You know, when you know a fa- uh, family emergencies are more important than uh, being on some show. I understand that. But let her know that uh, to contact me because I'd sure like to uh, uh, have her on. Uh, speaking of speaking of that. Uh, you know, one thing that we always like to uh, ask as a favor to uh, our, our wrestlers that we have on, uh, do you think you might uh, be able to uh, maybe send us some autographs and uh, a few autographs for giveaways for our big December show that we got coming up? Uh, yeah, I, or, I, I'm waiting on my 8x10s. I know, like, the office has, I think they made them. I don't know where they are. Like, I'm the last <laughs> to know anything. Um because somebody else was asking me for them, and I was uh, emailed the office. I'm like, I'm about to just order my own, if that's okay, because I don't know what's going on. But as soon as I do, I definitely will. Um, I'll okay. probably make it a public post so everybody can see, because I feel so bad that everybody's been asking, and it just kind of okay. got pushed off. Cause I, yeah, because I sent you, I sent you the address. Uh, whenever you, whenever you get around to it, it's fine. As long as we get them by December, we're good. Uh, okay. Now uh, we all know, uh, and I've, I've, I asked every independent wrestler this as well. Uh, we all know that the, uh, you know, the WWE is the big dance. It's basically the big leagues, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, as a as a wrestler in the independence and getting into business, it, you know, when you get into the WWE, when you get up there, they basically control all aspects of what you do and who you can talk to, who you can interview with, this and that and the other. Uh, is that something that you eventually want to do? Get up in the get it up in the WWE, or would you rather stay independent, where you basically can control what you do and do your own thing? Um, I don't know. Like, I don't believe in never saying never, and like, if there's an opportunity that comes, you don't. You should always weigh your opportunities. But right now, uh, in my head, I don't see that as a goal of mine. And like I said, if things change, you never know. But 
uh, right now I'm just really focused on building up me and uh, like what I can do and my repertoire, what I about different moves or submissions that I could do, but also uh, women of honor, I think, and ring of honor too, but really women of honor is on a rise and it's never been hotter than it's been before. And I just see a huge future for this company and I just want to build it up to be the best division for women's wrestling in the whole entire world. So I'm going to work my butt off every single day to make that dream come true. So that's my goal right now. Um, but it's in, every, every, in, you never know. And uh, uh, for the women of wrestling, how many, uh, how many gals are wrestling there now? Um, well, you have like the normal girls, um, like Kelly Klein, uh, Deanna, Mandy, Jenny Rose, Sumi. Um, I feel like I'm forgetting people, Karen Q. Um, I guess myself, I guess. And, uh, but then there's, obviously other people depending on where we are in the country and we always like stardom we have girls from stardom uh that randomly come over i think they're going to be maybe doing more coming over or go, us going back and forth uh there's stacy shadows um trying to i'm horrible uh madison rain she's kind of in she kind of does a little bit of both too um yeah it's basically it's a, i don't want to say it's a free-for-all right now but anybody in uh in, is welcome right now. If you, if you feel up for the challenge and you think you can get in the ring and show your best, then yeah, women of honor is open. Like we will take anybody on and it's always welcome to come in. So yeah. You know, you mentioned, uh, Sue me, her, her, uh, her finished maneuver must be like the, uh, you're guilty or <laughs> the truth or consequences or something like that. I like that name. Sue me. Uh, no, not sue you, sue me. No, okay. Anyway, back <laughs> back to words. Uh, one thing that uh, one thing that we like to do, we have uh, we have about fifteen minutes here left with you. One thing we like to do is we like to have uh, all our uh, guests uh, cut a little promo. So when we play the uh, interview back, uh, it starts out with your uh, with your liner, and then it goes into your interview. So basically, uh, you'll say uh, your name. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're listening to the Attitude Era live with the icon. The Big Swing and Granny Hawkster, and then you can say whatever else you want. You can throw like a little finesse into there. And I'll count you down for five seconds, and then we have to do a couple takes. We'll do that, and then I was say, I'm like, trying to remember this all. <laughs> well, if you want to um, okay. real quick, you can. I might have to just to be safe. Hold on, let me get a pen and paper. Okay. Uh, I feel like I have it, but knowing me, whenever I go to like speak or repeat right. something, I always stumble over my words. All right. Okay. <laughs> and, and just think when uh, when you get high up in the business and you start cutting promos, you could say, "I learned everything from the icon." <laughs> <laughs> or you could say, "I learned what not to do." <laughs> there you go, icon. <laughs> what not to do from the icon. There you go. <laughs> All right. So basically, uh, the main points you hit is your name. Okay. The Attitude Air Live with the Icon, the Big Swing, and Granny Hawkster. And then you can say whatever else you want to. I have no idea what to say after that. <laughs> oh, well, just whatever, whatever, whatever comes natural. You know, like, uh, I don't know, anything you want to say. Well, you know, if you don't want to say anything, that's fine. Uh, I was going to say, I'm like, it's so, probably, I, I will stumble, I will mess up, <laughs> I might curse, well, it's probably right. a better idea. If not, if, not, can... if not, we can always edit it together. So here we go, let's give it a shot. Okay, five, okay. four, three, two, 
one. Hi, guys. This is Stella Gray, and you're listening to the Attitude. Oh, my God. I told you I was missing. The Attitude. <laughs> I'd, uh, I'd, uh, I'd, uh, yeah, see, I tripped right. over my own tongue. All right. Well, let's try it again. Ready? Uh, you did, by the way, you just made the blue for real. Uh, five, Thanks. Four, <laughs> three, two, one. Hi, guys. This is Stella Gray, and you're listening to the Attitude Era Live with the icon, the big swing, and, of course, Granny Hulkster. That's good. That's good. Okay. That's awesome. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. One and a half takes. That's good. Okay, good. Uh, <laughs> Very good. So, and uh, we know that our fans out there listening would, uh, you know, would want to keep tabs on you, you know, because, uh, you know, uh, not only uh, are you going to be one of the greatest wrestlers in the history of Ring of Honor, uh, but you're also very beautiful. And uh, do you have a do you have a Facebook? Do you have an Instagram? Do you got a Twitter? You got a YouTube? What do you got out there? <laughs> I have basically everything. Uh, so Facebook is just Stella Gray. Uh, so it's S T E L L A G R E Y. If you go on YouTube, you'll see my name spelled both ways: G R A Y and G R E Y. It's E. Why? I don't know why it's spelled both ways, but yeah, uh, YouTube, you could just, I don't have a channel or anything. You just Google. Um, and then Twitter and Instagram are the exact same thing. It's at Celegray215. So you, you have a few mentions on YouTube. What, uh, what can we expect to see out there? Like what's out there already or what's coming up? Yeah, what's out there already. And then uh, you can also tell us what's coming up that you got going up. Um, let's see. So my very first match was, it would be with Karen Q. I, that's probably the first video you might see. Um, there's a match with Brandy Rhodes. Um, oh, that's who I forgot's on the roster. Gosh, darn it. <laughs> um, <laughs> Brandy Rhodes in Philadelphia, my hometown. It was a qualifying match for the Women of Honor tournament. Um, there's a match with, I'm trying, why am I, I'm going blank. Mandy Leon. That was probably one of my favorite matches. It was a great, that was just we just kind of took each other to the limit on that one. Um, and then my favorite, one of my favorite ones is me versus Kelly Klein. Cause I always wanted to fight Kelly Klein. I just was not as prepared as I thought I was. Uh, it was, I think I fought her on my birthday and, uh, yeah, she knocked me clear out and I thought she broke my face. Um, so yeah, that's a, that's an interesting one. I, I advise everyone to go see that and, and match, uh, see if you can zoom in and see how like swollen my face is. <laughs> so, so she cheated then. No, she took her knees. Her knee. She does this thing where she does a cravat, kind of like this headlock, to, and she lowers you down and she knees you in the face. Um, and she got me clear uh, the one time, and I just felt like my nose and my cheek exploded, and uh, the pain just kind of disoriented me that I didn't realize uh, that second knee came clear in my eye and it knocked me out. Um, so yeah, the guys at the dojo all make fun of it. He's like, you. You think you got knocked out on the first night? You didn't. You hit. You got hit. You got disoriented, and then on the second one, you'll see your body go limp. I'm like, thanks so much, guys, for pointing that out. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, Kelly Klein, she's a good wrestler, but she won't ever respond to my messages about being a guest on the show. So the next time that you wrestle her, since she won't be a guest on, her, I want you to take her out for me. <laughs> I don't know. I think I have to work on my like deadlifts and everything else to. Kelly's like almost a solid foot taller than me. I didn't realize that either until I saw pictures online. I'm like, oh yeah, Kelly's. I did not realize how short I was compared to Kelly. So yeah, I gotta. 
before I have another match with Kelly, I got to up my game. And listen, I hired a personal trainer, so I'm coming for her eventually. But I realize right. I, I need a little more strength and speed before I go. Well, <laughs> well if you have, you can always wrestle in high heels. Those are really dangerous. You can break your ankle so easily. I don't know how girls do it, but I'm not. I'm yep. I'm not. I've got plenty of injuries. I'm not trying to wrestle in high heels. No. Uh, have you ever, or do you uh, uh, know Nikki Adams? Have you ever wrestled with her? Uh, no, I've met her. She did a Women of Honor match in Philly, I think. I can't remember how long ago it was, but I do remember meeting her. Um, but, yeah, I think that was, like, the first and only time I met her. So, no, I haven't had the chance to wrestle her either. So uh, what uh, what uh, what matches or events that you got coming up now that you can uh, tell us about? Um, June second uh, in Manhattan, New York, with Ring of Honor, uh, I believe. I don't know if I'm allowed to announce this, but well, I'll just say I have a match. I don't know if I'm allowed to announce yet if they didn't publicly announce it yet. But I do. I know I, uh, God willing, if nothing changes, I will be wrestling at the Hammerstein Ballroom, or the, it's now called the Manhattan Center in New York. And then on June 10th, I will be at Fury pro wrestling in Rockville, Maryland. And my, that was just announced tonight that I will be taking on Jenny Rose. So a fellow woman of honor. So it should be a good match. Yeah, You know, you mentioned, uh, you, you're wrestling in the Manhattan center. That's where Monday night raw used to hail from. Yes, exactly. It's a very, very famous like wrestling arena. Like I, to me, ECW will always be the number one wrestling arena. <laughs> It's just because I'm from Philly, it will always be. Uh, and number two would definitely be the hammer sign. Okay. Yeah, now, uh, with being in the Manhattan Center, uh, is it going to be in the same up up place where they used to hold Raw at? No, there's like three floors. Like, I don't know if a lot of people know this. There's three floors to that building. Um, the Raw was on the second floor. Um and then the third floor is just like a smaller, I guess, space. Uh, where we are, we're on the bottom floor, and it has like these huge cathedral ceilings and like these balconies. It's actually it's very beautiful, honestly. Um, but we're at the ground level, so it's actually the bigger, uh, I guess, arena part than the the second level. Now is that is that gonna will that eventually be on YouTube or not? Um, I think it's TV taping, so it'll be on TV. I, I think most of the women matches they put on YouTube as well. Um, although I know it's not on uh, YouTube that they'll be on the Honor Club, it's the Ring of Honor subscription. You have access to all the videos and all the matches and everything like that. So if you don't yeah, believe, catch it on TV, uh, Ring you can do. Of Honor. Yeah, I believe you can get Ring of Honor on um, uh, Roku, I do believe. Oh, can you really? See, I didn't even know that. I know the Fight TV I, I think, app. I know I, Honor Club. I think you can, but I, I'm not positive, but I think you can. That would be cool. Yeah. So you, uh, you, uh, you got a, uh, we know that you got a long-lasting uh, career ahead of you, and, uh, you know, it was uh, great, uh, you know, to be able to talk to you for a minute. So we got about, oh, we got about five minutes or so with you. Uh, so uh, we'll bring on Mr. Phil Time uh, while we're doing this. Um, when you um, decided to uh, start wrestling, um, you know, do you have any uh, brothers and sisters? Uh, you know, your mom and dad still around. When you told them that you were going to be a wrestler, did they uh, 
do they have any input or um, did they say don't do that or um, they've been pretty supportive of what you wanted to do? Um, <laughs> that's actually funny. I didn't tell anybody that I was training or going to become a wrestler except for, I think, two – uh, well, my cousin, my cousin's husband, who's like another brother to me, and maybe like one or two friends. Nobody in my family knew. Um, I basically was lying about where I was weeknights and why I was on the road a lot. I just said I had a lot of girls' trips. <laughs> um, <laughs> so uh, my cousin-in-law, Tim, uh, he was the one that basically told me to go for it. Um, my bro- actually, my, I, my brother inspired me to do it. I didn't tell him that I was training until, like, probably six months in. Uh, my parents didn't. I didn't tell my parents until, like, a year in. Um, but my brother... Uh, he's he quit his job to move to New York to be a stand-up comedian, so he basically inspired me to go follow my dreams. Um, he was he's been supportive and like my biggest cheerleader. My cousin and her husband, uh, Jalen and Tim, my friend Karen, they're they're honestly like my ride or die. They will cheer and they hate seeing me injured and stuff like that. But um, my dad, uh, my mom doesn't like it. My mom doesn't like it. <laughs> she hates it. She thinks I'm gonna get hurt. I'm gonna die. Um, my dad doesn't like seeing me hurt but he he knows it's what i want and he's uh he's supportive he'll watch the matches my mom will refuses to watch a second of it at all so uh yeah everybody's pretty good now <laughs> now that it's all out the cat's out of the bag so uh now your brother is he older or younger than you older older so mm-hmm. now you can finally beat him up I probably could. His, his, uh, his girlfriend came to me. She goes, I want you to teach me some stuff so I can beat your brother up. I'm like, all right, I'll show you some stuff. <laughs> <laughs> uh, have you, uh, have you uh, ever wanted to teach her the uh, the icon's finishing move? What What's the uh, – I'm sorry, what is the finishing move? <laughs> uh, that's called junk punch him in the man business. It's kind of like a Shinsuke Nakamura low blow is what it is. <laughs> Um, well, I, I don't know if you'd say unfortunately or fortunately, I haven't had to use that because I go against females, so I don't have to worry about that so much. Um, I mean, if I was, uh, yeah, I guess it depends on the match. Like if there's no DQ, I guess I could get away with it, but (laughs) I don't think I could. Well, well, yeah. Well, the thing about my, my, my maneuver is the, the referee's back has to be turned to make it work. Oh yeah. That's the, that's the trick. You gotta right. get the right timing to make sure he's not looking. Right, exactly. I have one more question for you, Stella. Um, sure. Do you ever get to see um, the Tate twins very much when you're at Ring of Honor? Do I get to see what? I'm sorry. The the Tate twins. They come out. They come out with Dalton Castle a lot. They're they're oh, twin brothers yeah. that wrestle yeah, for Ring of like, Honor. Yeah, they're like. I think it's funny. Like they kind of keep to themselves. Like they're they're very like, uh, I don't know, like hyper and like everything when they're with Dalton. But like I kind of like like in the locker room they kind well it's separate also because like the women are off the side. Okay, we got five minutes. Okay. Um, well, do 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 me a favor when you I, and I'm sh- because I'm friends with them on Facebook, but um. Mm-hmm. Back when traditional championship was wrestling was running, they wrestled a few times for TCW, so they mm-hmm. know me. So next mm-hmm. time you see them, tell them say, "Hey, I got to talk to Granny Hulkster on the Attitude Era live." All <laughs> tell them right, I said hello. <laughs> tell them I said right, hello. So, so I w- okay. So when I'm in New York, I'll, I'll remember that and I'll tell them. 
because I know they'll definitely and, be in New York. Uh, also, uh, also, don't forget to tell them that uh, the icon is always looking uh, to be a manager, and uh, they uh, they do really great with him. Okay, <laughs> I know. I know Dalton's kind of out right now for a little bit. I don't know how long, so maybe they maybe they could go on their own and like who knows? You never know with the wrestling business. Maybe maybe maybe, Gran- maybe they could come back down in this area sometime and Granny could walk them to the ring or something, you know. So <laughs> I like yeah, them. Be- I, 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 they were they were like two of my favorite wrestlers, you know. So they're good. Uh, I, I I feel like they get enough credit. They're really good. Well, I'll tell you, Estella, we do uh, we do appreciate you joining us uh, today, and uh, I also appreciate you being one of the few female wrestlers that does not have a restraining order against me, uh, <laughs> and I appreciate that. <laughs> but I do, have, I do have your phone number, and I, I promise to stop. Yeah, you'd be the uh, you'd be the first one to drop it. Right. <laughs> So I'll uh, tell you what, Stella, we do appreciate you joining us today and or tonight, and uh, we will have you on again. We appreciate it. No problem. Thank you so much for having me. Thanks, Stella. Thanks, yep. Stella. No problem. Thank okay. you, guys. All right, real quick here, uh, we want to let everybody know that since Monday is Memorial Day, uh, the Icon is going to be off uh, with uh, helping the veterans on Memorial Day uh, all over the state. North he's got places to go, people to see. He's, you know, he's kind of an important yeah. guy. So our, our show is going to be on Thursday. We're going to have another three guests tonight. We're going to have uh, Chelsea Stackhouse. Uh, we're going to have uh, Cindy Agaviz. Uh Now, uh, I don't know if you guys heard the story about her, but uh, she's a boxer. Her daughter's a boxer, and her granddaughter's a boxer. And they're going to wow. be on telling us about that. And uh, also, Ashley Page, the lovely and beautiful Ashley Page, the world-famous Bikini designer from Plus. Check it out. It's going to be on with us, and it is going to be awesome. And uh, oh, it better be. Yeah. Yeah. And we may even have since uh, you'll be doing your karaoke thing. I am going to try and find a fill-in for you to kind of have the three. Um, nice. going, no guarantees. Yeah, because I'll be. I'll be running karaoke that night, so it'll be tough to hear me. Yeah, but if but if not, Granny Holster and I will uh, take care of it, and uh, we know that uh, you'll put the guests through when they come on and everything, so it'll be great. And uh, uh, real quick here too, uh, you know, you guys were asking me about uh, the Hart episode. Not only are we going to have Bruce Hart with us, we're also going to have Ross Hart. And it's very possible, I'm working on this now, we will have Brett the Hitman Hart's daughter, Jade, on with us. Awesome. Yeah. So stay tuned for that. And uh, we got other great guests coming on. The one I'm looking forward to uh, that is going to be on with us is going to be really awesome. I want you guys to all check her out on uh, internationalmoviedatabase.com. Uh, Natalie Byrne uh, is going to be on with us, and uh, it is going to be awesome uh, that she is going to be on with us, and I cannot wait to talk to her. So, yeah, this show is growing. I know we say that every week. I'm sure you guys are sick of hearing it, but I'm not. I'll never get sick of saying it. 
because we are the show that is. We are where wrestlers come Yes, sir. And stay tuned right after this for Yankees postgame. Uh, and again, right here on your home for all of that stuff and the home of the Attitude Era Live as well. See you on Thursday. Hope you have a happy and healthy holiday. We'll see you then. Dead man walking. You got it now. You got it made up in the day. And I can't allow you to think you can just walk away. So turn around and face the piper you're gonna pay. Yeah.